When a crisis occurs, how do we respond? We have all probably heard of fight or flight. It's only human. Growing up, I learned while in the Boy Scouts, their motto was to be prepared. And it's something that has stuck with me throughout life. It's also a valuable reminder that when we host sporting events, practice or competition is to prepare properly. Welcome to the Youth Sports Safety Update produced by the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program or JSMP in Jacksonville, Florida. JSMP is a nonprofit advocacy and prevention program that is dedicated to youth sports safety through awareness, advocacy, and prevention. I'm Jim Mackey, and I've been a certified athletic trainer for over 48 years. The events of this past week surrounding the in-game cardiac arrest of DeMar Hamlin have affected us all. Many thoughts and questions have arisen, and so on today's episode of the Youth Sports Safety Update, we'll discuss what is being prepared and what being prepared is all about. The medical staff president of that game gave a fantastic response and implemented implementation of the Emergency Action Plan, or the EAP. This was an ideal situation that has been practiced and rehearsed by medical professionals, athletic trainers, physicians, and emergency medical services, and others. An EAP, or Emergency Action Plan, is something that every sports program should have available in writing and available in every practice or game. Realistically, there may only be a coach present or a few others. With only 37% of schools employing a full-time certified athletic trainer, we've got to do better. Therefore, it's imperative that a plan be in place for any situation. You can't just say, it's my worst nightmare and wish it away. You must be prepared. A functional EAP is creating a summary outline of who will manage the incident, what equipment's available, and who will assist and do what. Are gates open? Is there access for emergency services? Where will one go and who will contact the parents? Access to emergency contact information in this day and age of technology and on paper, this can be available within seconds. Post your EAP visibly at each site and make it specific to that site. Each site is different, requires specifics related to that site. Post the important contact numbers as well. With any incident, call 911, put your phone on speaker and be the last to hang up. Set a time before any contest with the visiting team staff to share what your plan is. We often call this the medical timeout. At the time of crisis is not the time to figure out who's going to do what. The medical timeout is a quick review of who and what is available, where emergency equipment is, and what care is available. Access to a certified trainer is a necessity. It's not a matter of finances. It's providing safe care. Any event has paid officials, gatekeepers, security, and others. Facilities have cost and equipment is purchased for the athletes. Pools have lifeguards. Why not have a certified athletic trainer at your event? Be willing to advocate for and make the investment. Our coaches need to be trained in CPR and AED use and rehearse these skills frequently. Who needs CPR? Anyone who is unresponsive and not breathing. Tap and shout, look to see if their chest is rising. If not, call for help, send someone for the AED, and immediately begin CPR. AEDs, or automated external defibrillators, are all over where crowds gather, but do you have one available at your site? They're vital and should be a part of any plan as they analyze the heart rhythm and shock it to a normal rhythm when necessary. They should be easily accessible within one to three minutes and make a and it makes a difference in one's ability to survive a sudden cardiac arrest. Every minute you delay reduces by 7 to 10% one's ability to survive a sudden cardiac arrest. Make sure it's checked monthly at minimum 
easily accessible. Open the AED, let it reset. It's not some, and it's not in some locked room with minimal access. Get to know what and how your AED works. Equipment removal. Equipment removal. This is something as well as the EAP that needs to be practiced frequently. The cervical spine needs to be stabilized. The face mask or helmet removed for airway access, and the jersey cut away and shoulder pads removed. And be familiar with any different kind of equipment that this that you may have, and different equipment is for different sports. This takes a minimum of three to four trained personnel as well as rehearsal. Know what kind of equipment your athletes are wearing and how it works to quickly remove them. Have the proper tools available, such as scissors, small power drills, and screwdrivers. Take the time to prepare for something you hope that never happens. Think about and plan for what if this happens. Remember that a failure to plan is a plan to fail, and proper preparation and practice promotes a positive outcome. So keep your kids safe and everyone safe to have an enjoyable experience. We hope these hints and things are helpful, and you will check our show notes for for some examples of emergency action plans. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Youth Sports Safety Update. JSMP is dedicated to youth sports safety through awareness, advocacy, and prevention. Make sure your school or sports team is safely prepared and has a certified licensed athletic trainer. Please check out our website at jaxsmp.com. The Youth Sports Safety Update is produced by JSMP. Your host and producer today is Jim Mackey. Please join us again soon. Thank you very much.